Hola, mi gente. My name is Jessica Yanez, and I want you to join me for some wine and chisme. The Wine and Chisme podcast was created to amplify voices across communities of color, all while drinking a glass of wine. From wine talk, interviews, and recaps of all things pop culture, join me every Wednesday for the chisme. Please make sure to check out the Wine and Chisme podcast and other amazing podcasts as part of the Latina Podcasters Network. Hola familia, this is your girl Odalis Jasmine and y'all are listening to Hello Latino. Today I'm talking to Jonathan Hermida, who if you don't recognize, he was one of our first guests on the platform. Now he's back and he's ready to share more of his story with y'all. Jonathan is an entrepreneur and transformational coach committed to helping individuals connect more deeply to themselves, to others, and to the world around them. As the founder and CEO of Capsule, Jonathan created this revolutionary company that captures and preserves the stories, memories, and essence of individuals on camera so that future generations can look back on, connect with, and learn from their loved ones long after they're gone. His vision is to create the largest and most beautiful collection of individual and family memories the world has ever seen. Are y'all ready to get into this conversation? Dale. Oh, well, John, I'm so excited que estás acá. I'm really excited to jump into all the new things that is going on in your life. For those who are listening, John was on an earlier, one of my first guests that was on Hello Latino. And you shared your story of spirituality, of healing, of grief, of beauty, and et cetera, et cetera. The story goes on. So welcome back. Oh, my God. I'm so excited to be here. It's such a gift to, to have this time with you. Yes. Well, I, I want to talk about, I know regularly when I go into these episodes, I talk about your story, your identity, and we've covered that. So I encourage all of those who are listening to go back to, I, what's the name of the episode? I need to figure it out. It's going to be in the show notes, but go back to that episode and <laughs> listen to John's beautiful story. I want to almost fast forward and talk about Capsule because you've been doing a lot of amazing work there. I want to talk about the the evolution because you're a father now you weren't when when we had that episode talk about the new things that's been happening in life and the inspiration behind capsule yeah yeah it's 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 all related it's all tied together you know everything that i create comes from you know my own personal experience and my desire to turn my own personal experiences into opportunities for other people and so my my son was born a year ago and when he was born, obviously, it's, it was the most incredible experience of my life. It has been the most incredible experience of my life this past year. But something else interesting happened in that, you know, there was also a sadness that came along with it when I was thinking of my mom and my grandmother in, in particular, and just thinking of how excited they would have been to have seen him, to have met him. You know, this is the first, uh, this would have been the first grandchild of the family. And so, you know, that, that sadness was there. And, and then there was a longing, there was a, a yearning for my son to have known my mom and my grandmother, you know, to have had time with them and, and really understand who they were. And so, you know, that, that there was, there was an aha moment for me 
that actually it was that moment tied in with another moment that happened maybe a year and a half prior in which a tío of mine who lit, who worked, who lives at a, at a luxury senior living facility, one of these sort of places where seniors live and they, every, they have everything taken care of for them. He's the president of the board of that community. And he asked me, you know, in, in, in Spanish, oh, yeah, que, que lo que de nuevo? Tu papá me contando un poco, talking about coaching, you know? Yeah. yeah <laughs> and for yeah. that generation, you know, understanding coaching, it, it's a really a hard sort of concept <laughs> to, to grasp. And basically, I said it was a people that terapia, like a type of therapy, group therapy of sorts, just using language that he would understand. And right. he's like, Buenísimo, I, I would love for you to come and do something for us, for this community. And so I was like, great, let me let me put together a proposal. Let me think about what I would do, you know, and you had experience with Rise On. So I was like, you know, bringing Rise On concepts and, and so, sort of ideas, group, basically group facilitation concepts. And uh, I was like, man, it'd be really beautiful if over an eight week period, they each had a little journal and they can be sort of writing about their life, you know, and then not, not just writing and reflecting on their life, but then sharing it with the other people in the community, you know, and then at the end of it, you know, not only do they get that opportunity to sort of tap back into those special moments and then feel seen and connected with the other members of the community, but then they can actually gift that notebook to their family. So that was my concept. That was my idea at the time. You know, and, and they never accepted the proposal. So I never went through with that, but that idea stayed in the back of my mind for, for a while. Fast forward to when my son was born, the longing, the yearning, and then the aha moment of like, oh man, like it's not, it's not a book that my son needs. It's my mom's face and her voice, you know, and the same thing with these older people. A lot of them can't even, you know, they have arthritis. It's writing is difficult. But if they were to be on camera talking about their life, you have so many things, so many check boxes checked. You oh, have yeah. their voice, you have their face, you have their facial expressions. They, they're, feel, they're telling their story. You deeper too. Exactly, exactly. So when that came, I was like, oh my God, this is, this is a good idea. <laughs> you know, it's one of these ideas that I'm like, oh my God, this is a good idea. Let me, let me start researching it. And so then I saw that nobody was really doing something like this and I, and I jumped on it, you know. So I'll pause there, but. So beautiful. And I once I remember you followed me on Instagram and I was looking at this page and I'm like, this is so beautiful. And it's really like, and what I love about it is because there's a theme that I see with the podcast too. Like Hello Latino was created to archive our stories, right? Our first generation stories, our, our immigrant stories, our stories of navigating identity, life, healing, all of those things. And what you're doing is it's like on that grander scale, like times 10, like you're archiving these stories that of nuestros abuelitos, abuelitas, mothers, fathers. And as someone who didn't grow up with any of my abuelitos, I wish I had something like this so I can look back and, and see their face and hear from them and just feel connected to my roots, right? Like it's almost like you're archiving these family it's like a museum of history of our families, of our roots, of advice. And it's so beautiful. And just want to applaud you for creating it and talk about like, how did you start? How did you start creating this? I feel like this is something a lot of our community members or just community in general. We have all these amazing ideas. How do you start? How do you act upon it? How do you find the resources? Like talk about the inception of the building yeah. process. Uh, let's bookmark family museum that I had you saw me laughing and and so let's yeah. bookmark that because I have something to share on that that there's something there that's there's I'm excited bookmarked to share with you. bookmarked yeah so you know what's interesting I I've never thought of myself maybe until recently as an entrepreneur 
And yet I've had a very entrepreneurial journey. Right. Yeah. You know, I, I see I, you as I, an entrepreneur through and through. <laughs> I, I certainly am. I certainly am now. But it was it was it was, you know, I guess when you think of an entrepreneur, it's almost like, you know, I am an entrepreneur, so I need to create businesses and what business can I create next? And that sort of mentality and like whiteboarding it. I've never thought of my trajectory in that way. Like I mentioned at the beginning, it's always been sort of meeting the moment. And, you know, I'm, I am naturally very service oriented in inclination. So, you know, obviously that shows up in my coaching and the businesses that I've started. But right. so, 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 right, exactly. La terapia, exactly. <laughs> and um, one thing I am is very, yeah, very, very uh, service oriented, very risk tolerant. You know, I, I lean in, I don't think twice about it. I, I really see life as presenting opportunities and you know, my, my disposition is to, to j jump on those opportunities and, and see where it takes me. And so, you know, when, when the idea for capsule came, it actually also came at a time where I was feeling myself disconnecting from my role at Ryzen. So the previous startup that I had, so there was already that happening, you know, beneath the surface. And it, it just felt like it was time for me to, to move on and do something else. I didn't feel like I was the person to continue building it at that time. And so and so when, when the idea for Capsule came, it was like a perfect storm where I felt like it was a good idea. I was already sort of energetically open to something else. And, and then it just started with, with one step at a time. You know, first it was Googling, you know, different keywords and, and seeing what was out there. Then it was sort of thinking about what would an MVP version of this look like? You know, what it's, it's also life, life is funny. Life happens in a funny way because. Two years prior to Capsule's beginning, I was part of an entrepreneurial group in Miami called Miami Made. And in that group, I met this guy, his name is Kirill, and he does headshots, professional headshots for people. And there was a, a sort of a, a monthly meeting, a monthly gathering in which he offered a free headshot for the people that were a part of that meeting. So I took him up on that offer. I got a headshot. When I went to the studio, he showed me this sort of video interview little mini studio that he was creating with this sort of cool mirror concept where he had patented this mirror in that you're having a conversation in the same room right next to each other. But instead of like having all of these cameras in your face, you're talking next to each other, but through the mirror. And so it looks like you're, you're, you still feel like you're in front of them. And the cameras are pointing literally right at you. So you're looking right at the camera, but you're really looking at the other person. And so he, he, he showed me that. And I was like, that's really cool, man. That's, uh, that's good for you, man. That's awesome. Wow. So that talk about seeds, like little trails being left for me with my deal. And with this, again, none, nothing was emerging in terms of an idea or concept, but it sort of just stayed in the back of my mind so that when the idea for capsule came, that's when I made connection up, connections and I was like, holy crap, this guy that I met has this studio. Let me reach out to him and see, you know, what he's doing with it. I told him what was happening, what was going on. Really funny and interesting, right? I mentioned I was kind of feeling I was moving away from, from Ryzen. I had already had discussions with Chris, my co-founder at Ryzen, about, you know, moving on and what that process would look like. So I was basically getting out of a marriage and then I was thinking about getting into another marriage, you know, of, of, of sorts. And I was like, man, do I really want to get into another marriage? And so I very intentionally didn't put any pressure on that happening. What I started to do was I started to date 
Kirill. <laughs> and what I mean by date, you know, is it's love this Again, analogy, life. by the way. <laughs> Because you have to, you have to get to know, you know, get to know the other person, right? And so right. what's ironic about all of this or amazing or serendipitous is that he lives a 10 minute walk from where I live. And so, and in, in a very, meant to be, so in a very walkable area of Miami and so, which Miami's not very walkable generally. And so what we started to do or what I invited him to start doing is we, we started going on walks, you know, in the morning and I, and I, you know, and just walking and talking and just, and me getting to know him, him getting to know me, understanding what his life vision was, what he was doing with all his different projects, what he wanted out of out of life, uh, his goals, all those different things. And so little by little, day by day, week by week, month by month, we were sort of getting closer and and sort of aligning on 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 a vision to the point where finally it was like, okay, well, I think this is a really good partnership and we should get this thing going and see, get the ball going and see what, where it takes us. And so that's exactly what, what happened. So he had the studio already set up again. I didn't, you know, imagine if I didn't have that studio set up, I'm not a camera person. I'm not, I don't, I don't, I don't produce stuff, you know, so that would have been, I would have had a good idea, but then I really would have had to hustle to figure out how to make these interviews happen. Right. So I didn't have to do that. Life sort of presented this incredible you know, gift in, in front of me. And I was like, okay, now that we have the studio, let's, let's do some practice rounds with a few people. I have a bunch of family members that were perfect prototypes for this. And we just started doing that. We did like five, six prototype interviews, taking them to the studio, walking them through the process, building out the sort of the journey. And, uh, yeah, by the end of that time, this was at the end of 2021, we were like, okay, this is, this is good. Let's, 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 let's really start inviting people into the studio. And, and that's how it, it sort of became something. It was step by step. And yeah, I can't, I can't dismiss serendipity, luck, whatever you want to call it. Jonathan, one of the, one of the things I love about the way you speak, and this is probably your coaching and you're just like, so in sync with your, with your highest self, with your divine, like with all those things, but one thing that has always drew me to the way you tell these stories and the way you re- recap some of these things that have happened in your life is that a theme that I've seen is you're energetically open. And you said it right right when you were explaining the story is like you kind of have this vision and you have planted seeds, but you are so open to just life happening. And it reminds me so much of The Alchemist, my favorite book. And when it, I think there was a line that says like, the the universe will conspire in your favor for those who are ready to receive it, right? And I think it's beautiful when I hear your story. And again, I'm encouraging everybody listening, go listen to Jonathan's story previously on the podcast because you have this like gift of being open to life happening. And it's just like Santiago and the alchemist, right? Like he is ready for it. And these omens kind of come and it's placed in front of him. I want to ask you because you said you were talking about this marriage concept something that i've been exploring and talking a lot about with different people is how do you know when it's time to move from one place to the next whether it's a job a career an entrepreneurial project a business how did you know that it was time to leave and how did you how did you make that happen because i think sometimes in the community, it's almost said, right? In La Cultura, like, you know, just put your head down, work hard and like stay in that job for 80 years. And that's, that's life. 
But I think we have this beautiful opportunity as just, I don't know, young folks, as entrepreneurs, we have this beauty of being able to move through life in a very different way where we don't have to stay somewhere for 80 years. We get to learn, grow, and make an impact, and then we move on to the next. How did you know it was time to leave that marriage and start a new relationship? Yeah. Yeah. Great question. You know, the the, the main thing, it has to start with one's own inner work, because if we're not self-aware, if we're not doing the work to become self-aware and to really understand not just who we are and what we want out of life, but also what our blocks and limitations are, you know, what we're susceptible to, what our sort of driving force or driving factor is. So what I mean by that is, are we driven by a need for safety and security? Are we need, are we driven by a need for connection and, and acceptance? Are we driven by a need for impact? You know, what are we driven by? And not, not what we want to be driven by, but what are we, what are our actions showing us we are being driven by and not judging ourselves for it? Because a lot of people are driven by safety and security as they should be. That's a really important human need to, to make sure that you're taking care of yours and yourself and, and those around you, right? Making sure that you have shelter and, you know, clothing and food and all those important things, right? And make so making sure that money's coming in, right? So becoming aware of that, being aware of that. And then really being clear on what you want to be driven by. What, 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 what are your values? What are your life goals? How do you want to show up and be in the world? Uh, those are really important questions to ask and a really important process to be in as a human being, I feel. And, and, it's, and it's only in that process that you can really understand when it's time to go, when it's time to lean in, when it's time to double down. Right. So I, I'll share also a little bit about capsule and what's going on right now that'll highlight that. But, but first, uh, the, the rise on exit, you know, I'm, I'm really proud of the way Chris and I handled that because before anything, Chris and I are brothers. He's my best friend. I love him dearly. I respect him dearly. I admire him dearly. And so the last thing I wanted to do was hurt him. Right. And so this was something that we had built together over four years. And so I understood that it was a very sensitive and delicate process. And so the only thing I could do in that process was be honest and true to myself so that I'm fair to him. Because if I'm disconnected and I'm not feeling, you know, there, it's, it's unfair to, to him, to the community, to the company. Right. And so it was really important for me to just be honest and transparent about, Hey, this is what's going on internally. You know, I imagine I, I'm also, you know, I have my wife, I have, a son that, that was coming into the world, you know, there was a lot of different factors. So Chris understood that. I mean, I'm sure he was, he was also still like, you know, hurt. He wanted to continue building this, you know, uh, together. So it was, it was a process in a, in a conversation that needed to happen. But I, I knew after, you know, all the work that I do do that it was, it was just time. There was like a natural moving away. And what was interesting was that in that moving away, then internally there was an opening for something new to come in. And so I feel like energetically, if we're talking esoterically in that sort of way, there was that opening uh, for Capsule to have come in, right? And so, you know, to anybody that's listening, what I would say is is doing the work, doing the work to get clear on, on yourself, be self-aware, understand what's driving you, understand what your fears are, uh, because fears will always be there. You don't get rid of the fears. Even though I talk about flow and, and serendipity, it's still... There's still, of course, a part of me of like, you know, you're, you're freaking crazy. Like, why don't you just get something that's more secure and that, 
you know, takes care of the bills and all those different things instead of continuing to lean into these sort of risky endeavors. And so what's happening now that's interesting with Capsule is that, you know, we're, we're in this process, you know, we're in year one, you know, in year one in any company, it's, it's, it's not, it's not always going to be up and up. There's a lot, you know, we are, we're in this place where we need to make the public aware uh, that we exist. There's so many, you know, there's so many factors and things that are vying for our attention, right? Our the attention, human attention is the world's most limited resource and the, and the resource that everybody is after, even our own mind, right? Our mind is like, you know, pay attention to this sphere, pay attention to this thing and focus on that. So our mind by itself is vying, different aspects of our mind are vying for attention. Family is vying for attention. Friends are vying for attention. You know, the world around us is vying for our attention. You know, focus on me, buy me, purchase me, right? So everything around us is vying for our attention. And so part of growing and starting and growing a company is really understanding clearly who your target market is and speaking to them in such a way that resonates and reaches them. So cutting through that noise. And so it's not going to happen overnight. It's going to take time. And so, you know, right now I am not, we're not hitting the numbers that I want, want to be hitting as a company. And we're not sort of you know, I was project- making project, you know, things that you, you are still arbitrary in many ways, but as a company, it's important to have sort of benchmarks and goals and all those different things. And we're not, we haven't been hitting those benchmarks and goals, you know? And so anybody, uh, not anybody, but many people in that situation are like, man, is this really, would probably think like, man, is this really a good idea? Should I really be doing this? Should I jump ship? Like, what have I done? And I feel so confident and sure that this is the right thing there's like a perseverant energy inside of me. I, I, it's just a matter of sticking with it and keep going and, you know, just continuing to put, put myself out there, continue to be consistent with messaging, all those different things. I, there's a part of me that knows that this will succeed. I don't know where that comes from. I don't know why I feel that way. I didn't necessarily feel that way about Ryzen. So there's a difference. I have like, you know, it's not, I'm just, I'm not just like gung ho about every idea that I have, you know, kind of thing. And so. So that's, I'm just juxtaposing, you know, there is a time to double down and to persevere even in the midst of things not necessarily happening in the way that you want it to happen. And then there's times to realize that it's time to walk away. And so that is a, there, that is something subtle that one needs to develop inside oneself in order to understand which is which and when is when for, for either one, if that makes sense. Absolutely. And what it reminds me of is like you're, you're saying like there's this like confidence that you have that it's just good. This is what you're meant to do. This is what it's good. It's just going to be bigger than you think. I think that comes from I, I, the way I see it is it comes from like the immigration in our family. It comes from our parents or abuelitos or even our immigration stories. Because for me, like you're talking about that exit entering into a new marriage like if you think about it immigration is they leave something that's so comfortable that's home that's family that's something that they know language they know culture they know to a country that they have no idea about they don't know the language they don't know the how to move in that world but there is this the way i say it is there's this like blind but like conviction and and confidence that immigrants have, and maybe not all, but you know, when I think about my family, 
they had this blind conviction and confidence that they were going to build a better life for their kids, for their grandkids, for et cetera, et cetera. And they were going to change their, they were going to change their family's life with this move, even though they don't know the language, even though Las Chambas, it was really hard to get and find, right? Like it was hard to navigate this world, but they knew like this was the right decision, even if it was really, really hard at moments. And I think it's almost that same concept of you're you're jumping into this new world, new marriage, if you will, and having and leaning into that confidence. I think we all have that. It's all innate into our history, our our parents, and they pass it down to us, that immigrant story. And I think that's what makes first generation so beautiful is that we have these different powers that we almost can tap into and channel in these moments specifically in your career. Would you agree with that? How do you feel? Oh about my that? God. I mean, just look, look at the, yeah. I mean, w- this country was built on, on the back of, backs of immigrants. You know, they, like you were saying, they're living in a country that they're familiar with, that they grew, grew up in, in a language and a culture and all those things. And they're like, Hey, let's leave this, the familiar and jump into a space that's wholly unfamiliar with a language that's not ours, a culture that's not ours. And that's why I think. that entrepreneurial nature is so natural and innate in Latinos and immigrants, you know, because it's, first of all, I'm already jumping ship and I'm going into something new. So starting a business isn't, isn't so scary because I've already done the scary part. Now, let me just continue just working hard and, 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 and focusing on uh, making this work and happen. Right. So, you know, all the restaurants that we see across our country, all the small businesses, all the, you know, just that are owned and run by immigrants, you know, Latino or otherwise, you know, the reason that's the case, I think it has a lot to do with that sort of mentality of, you know, seeking opportunities for the betterment of one's family. Right. And, and that's, that's in our, in our DNA, you know, I, I, I believe. A hundred percent. And we bookmarked family museum. I want to circle back to that. Because again, you, you were saying the inspiration behind Capsule, there was a connective part of you being a father too and yearning for, you know, your your son to see your abuelita or your mom. Talk about that family museum and how it's kind of a central piece to to Capsule. Yeah. So the bigger vision of Capsule, because right now we're, for, for all intents and purposes, we're a production company that, that are producing legacy videos for individuals and individuals primarily at the moment, at the, at the tail end of their life. So whether they're older, whether they're struggling with, you know, early onset dementia, or they might have cancer. So, you know, the people for whom it is urgent that they share themselves on camera, that's, that's who we're primarily focused on, but that is only because of the urgency and and the focus that I think is important at the beginning, because that's, that's really associating people with understanding why this is something important and valuable. But the bigger vision is it, it, it is to create this digital family museum, right? So imagine jumping into this platform and you see your entire family tree and you can double click on any member of that family tree and have that person talking about different aspects of their life, you know, different aspects of what makes them who they are. That's beautiful. You know, and, and, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. So not my wife and I prototyped, and this is in our... In, in our in capsules instagram and, and my own as well we did we shot a conversation her and i under capsule in which we were talking about how we met how we fell in love what life was like before we had our first son what it was like bringing our son into the world 
what our hopes and wishes are for him and any future children we might have. And so encapsulating us now at this age so that our children can see us when we were, you know, at our youngest and having them, right? And they can really understand us. And then having sort of periodic uh, recordings of us so that they can really understand and see us in different moments in time. And so that's part of the bigger vision I have for Capsule is for, you know, us as human beings being able to capture, making it easy for us to capture these moments. Right, right now we're capturing moments in terms of photos and maybe some videos, but what we're not capturing is what's behind and, and inside of that, which is our thoughts and feelings about any given moment in time. You know, that's what's missing, I think, in, in this world of capturing and recording. And that's really what I want to focus on is what 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 are you thinking? What are you feeling? What was happening in that moment? Right. We, we see a, a photo of Abuela standing next to Abuelo and the kids are in front and they're all sort of solemn faced, you know, like those old photos that we've seen. You know, but what what were you thinking? What were you, what was going on in your marriage? What was going on inside of you? What was life like in that moment? I think that's far more interesting to to, to sort of accompany that photo than just that photo. And that's what I, I I see us creating with with capsule over time. You know, and that's what I'm really uh, excited about creating. I so that a fam- digital that. family museum. <laughs> I love 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 that. Well, speaking of of family museum and capturing these moments, how can people who are listening tune into capsule, connect with capsule, or participate and make a capsule of their own? Yeah. So a couple of ways. So in terms of connecting with us, yourcapsule.com is our website. So you can get more information there. And then all of our social media handles are at yourcapsule, Y-O-U-R-C-A-P-S-U-L. So no E behind capsule. And and the obvious name of capsule, I think it's obvious for some people, but it's a time capsule, right? That we're creating, you know, and then you know, it's I from the very beginning, I knew that this was much bigger than a legacy video. And so I wanted to have a name representative of that vision that I, I see as happening and sort of a, a, a name that has a sort of moving towards that vision every day. So capsule is encapsulates, if you will, that 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 feeling in that sense. But that's I love puns. And you just said encapsulate twice. Yeah, and I was exactly. thinking, I love that. <laughs> We use that a lot. Encapsulate, you know. Encapsulate. So it, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it 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 really captures what what we're after, and and so in terms of people that are interested, we just finished talking about prototyping the in studio. So in the beginning, we started as an in studio production company, if you will, where we produce them in our studio, and that's really to optimize for quality of uh, video of sound and all those things. And they're gorgeous, the videos that we produce. So you can see them on our Instagram channel. And, and, and that's all props to my co-founder, Kirill. He's really the, the, the visionary, the visual visionary behind the visual aspects of our brand, you know? And so, uh, without him, we would not have been able to create that, that beautiful final product that you see and that families receive. And so that's the in-studio part. And one thing that we've been working on now are virtual interviews. And so this platform that we're actually on and recording this podcast on riverside.fm, we've been Shout doing. Shout out. The shout out, yes. <laughs> now we're not we're not paid sponsored. They're not a paid sponsor, but shout out anyways. We will be. We uh, will be. <laughs> exactly. We're working on that. We're working on that. So we record them through here, and that really just opens up the floodgates to having us serve people anywhere, you know, in the world. And and the the rec- they've been absolutely wonderful. You know, more wonderful than you would think, right? You kind of think like, oh, you know, like a it's kind of like a Zoom call kind of thing, but really what we end up creating in the final product is is really gorgeous and beautiful. And I, 
I really hope that not even hope, but once people really step into it and receive something like this, they're like, oh my God, this is what I needed. I'm so happy I have this. Now it, there's like a sense of peace and calm that they have knowing that no matter what happens, that they have a piece of their loved one and their essence captured forever, you know, and that's really, uh, it's been really special. To me, this is like the the new version of like a VHS, you know, like you would see all the family videos and family parties. And this is just like a more beautiful and special way to capture these moments and stories that you wouldn't otherwise hear about. And I mean, I think of again, my there was an episode I had with my brothers and we were talking about, you know, the adversities that we went through together and even their stories and stories that I didn't even know about. And the whole time I was thinking, I can't wait for my nephews to one day listen to this episode and hear about their father dealing with these new challenges in life, challenges that they'll never again otherwise hear about. Because how often do we sit down with our fathers, mothers, abuelitos, abuelitas to talk about life, right? And I think it's a very beautiful thing that you're creating. Shout out to the Capsule team for encapsulating these beautiful stories. I want to do one last thing with you, and it's a brindis. You probably are familiar with it. I want to close this with a little brindis con nuestro cafecito or whatever you have over there, because I know it's a little, maybe like afternoon-ish for you already. I'm bad with time. No cafecito. It's a little, it's a little, uh, it's a, it's a mushroom coffee situation. So, <laughs> Ooh, those are so yeah. good, by the way. They're very Amazing. good. Very good. Yes. So I want to do a little brindis con nuestro cafecito. And I want to ask you, what do you want to cheers to? And what do you want to manifest for the Latino community and or capsule? I want to, I want to cheers to everybody that has come before us. You know, this is, uh, we are who we are because of where we come from and the sacrifices and the effort and the hard work of everybody that came before us. And it's important to acknowledge them, honor them and, and be grateful for them because nobody, neither you nor I, nor anybody listening would be where we are if not for that and for them. And so they deserve a brindis and a shout out for sure. Yes. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. And what was the other part of the question? <laughs> what do you want to manifest for uh, the Latino community and or capsule? Well, no, the Latino community and, you know, I, anybody listening, I, I want to manifest your joy, your happiness, your well-being and that of your family. Uh, there's nothing more important than that. Well, cheers. Salud, Jonathan. I'm really happy cheers. that you were here. And I hope that everyone who's listening will reach out and create the capsule of their own and preserve these family stories that uh, we need them. We need them. Storytelling is a gift that our community has, too. And I think it's an innate power. So you're channeling that through capsule. Gracias. Thank you. Thank for you being so much. Here. Muchisimas gracias. Salud. Thank y'all so much for tuning in. Make sure to connect with Jonathan on all channels. Instagram and LinkedIn are his primary sources of content. So find him there, Jonathan Ermida. But most importantly, you can visit yourcapsule.com for more information on how you can archive your family stories through beautiful videos. See more of their content on Instagram at yourcapsule. And see y'all next week for more Cafecito and Chisme for all Hello Latino updates. Follow Hello Latino podcast. And you can also follow me on my personal Instagram at ojasmine4as and find me on LinkedIn. Check out my website, olalisjasmine.com for any other information. Y con mucho amor, familia Mureña.